0: Greetings. My name is Renee M. Clerk, affectionately known as Lady Renee, and I am a certified anointed relationship coach, as well as an inspirational, motivational, transformational speaker, and the CEO of Women Destined for Greatness. And my mission is to help women who are experiencing uh, themselves attracting uh, dead-end dysfunctional, toxic relationships. And I will be uh, teaching you some biblical principles that if followed will surely uproot these things uh, so that you will no longer experience them. So I just want to uh, share with you today what Women Destined for Greatness podcast is truly all about. First and foremost, uh, we really, I really want to uh, see women whole in the area of relationships so that they can go on and be the women that God has called them to be so that they can become the wives and the mothers and the entrepreneurs, business owners, or whoever it is that God has created you to be, that you would be that um in its fullness and that is the purpose of this podcast is to uh bring about to share biblical principles powerful biblical principles that when applied has the power to bring about the transformation in your life in the area of relationships so that you are now in a position to uh actually uh receive and be able to accept a suitor who actually has the capacity to cultivate the kind of relationship that you sincerely desire, a productive, purposeful, enriching, and fulfilling one. So if this is you, please stay tuned as I share uh, the first episode, and that is titled, The Introduction to... um, women destined for greatness. And in this introduction, I am going to be talking about uh, some of the things that we need to um, examine within ourselves. Like we need to uh, have some sense of reflection so that we could really become crystal clear um, about what it is that we sincerely desire, and be honest with ourselves about where we are right now, because what I have discovered is that a lot of times you the reason we are attracting suitors who are emotionally unavailable is simply because we're unemotionally uh, we're um, unemotionally available, so with that um uh, being said. Uh, It behooves us, I believe, to start with us, you know. And as a believer, as a Christian woman, I definitely will be coming from a biblical perspective. But I want to stop for a minute to pause and just share a little bit about myself and why you should actually listen to me. Who is Renee Clerk, you know, affectionately known as Lady Renee? Well, I'm actually a mother of five grown adult children, uh, as well as a grandmother, nana to five beautiful grandchildren, and I've had a long journey. I've raised my five children mostly as a single parent. I did get married once upon a time, and it did not work because I really simply did not know what I should be looking for, Uh, honestly. like I could be really transparent here and share with you that. I was looking, my criteria was so low. um, And to be honest, if I even had a criteria, okay. So these are some of the things that I'm going to be sharing with you. Because if we don't have any criteria, the things that we use to qualify a suitor, well, then pretty much we we struck out right away from from the door before we even get started. So one of the things that I've learned um in doing things the wrong way is I started to really get into the word of God. I had to come back to God to repent for doing things my way and I began to meditate in the word of God. Um, In the areas about relationships, I began to see that there were tremendous scriptures, a lot of scriptures in the Bible that actually um, can be used to cultivate a relationship. And one of the things that I realized was, wow my mind has to be renewed because when i you know first started uh looking for relationships and things like that and desiring relationships i did not know god and so all i did was look for how the person looked and if they looked good that was good enough for me i didn't know any better i didn't know Uh, the things that I really should have been looking for, that I needed to go uh, beneath the surface, that I needed to uh, dig much deeper and look much deeper than what I initially uh, was looking. And so therefore, you know, all of my relationships have truly been a disappointment because I just had no clue. First of all, I had no idea at the time who I was, uh that uh God had a plan and purpose for my life and I did not know what that plan and purpose was. So therefore uh, I made a lot of costly decisions and I'm also going to say life altering decisions. I mean, once you have children, uh, you can't say, oh, I apologize. I'm sorry. I made a mistake and it just goes away. Um, you have to raise these children for the rest of your life, you know, to the rest of, or should I say to the rest of their lives until they become adults. And so sometimes just ignorance is not bliss And like God, the word of God states in um, the book of Hosea, I think it's four and six. He said, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. So you could say that I was um, destroyed for a period of time because of what I did not know. And you know, you have some people that think that just because you don't know something Everything is, that's okay, but that's not true. The truth of the matter is what you don't know can cost you. So I'm going to just lay a foundation uh, uh, during this particular episode. Uh, Most of the episodes are going to be 30 minutes, 15 to 30 minutes. And my goal for season one is to at least have 10 episodes uh, that I want to really uh, use to uh work in a synchronistic kind of way. Um where it would piggyback off of the other one. So this one I just want to talk about some of the things that we need to do as women uh in order to be in a position to attract uh or to be prepared for what God really has for us. Cause at the end of the day, um I don't know about you but I got tired of nursing a broken heart. I mean, I found that it was easier if I, you know, had to get a tooth removed and or, or if I broke an arm, it would be different because I could still manage and be functional. I'd still have an appetite. I'd still be able to go to work and function. Um, however, when a broken heart occurs, it's very different because it, it really can take you out for some time. I mean, you'll show up at work and not be present. If you already have children, uh, your children may need you for various things, maybe to just go over their homework with them, but you're not really present. You're there, but you're not there. And you don't know when you're going to be there. You know, that's the funny thing. It's like the pain can become so unbearable that it's hard even to get out of bed. Uh, And when you're in that state, that mental and emotional state, you begin to lose things physically um, as well as opportunities. Um, Sometimes I've lost money or I've misplaced things that I really needed um, at the time because I just wasn't all the way there. I found myself nursing the hurt, nursing uh, what I felt uh, the person did to me. And, um, and it was really bad and it took a long time to be able to move past that and move past that in a whole way, in a way that's healthy, you know, where I'm no longer, uh, doing things to hurt myself because I internalize that there must be something wrong with me. There must be something wrong or bad about me that would cause this person, say, to cheat on me. And it was not until I discovered the truth uh, that I could begin to start to get healed. So I just, this whole segment and this whole uh, podcast is basically to help you that may be walking through where I've been or it's for you who said you want to learn how to do things the right way so that you can end up uh, with the right results amen so on that note i'm going to be talking today about uh the foundation of a healthy relationship what we should be looking for um, as we're going forth and number one believe it or not the foundation the bible talks about In the book of Psalms, uh, chapter 127, verse 1, it states that except the Lord builds a house, they that labors, labors in vain. Okay, and then there's another scripture uh, where Jesus is talking uh, and he's saying that in the book, uh, in the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, uh, that whoever hears these sayings of mine and doeth them. I will liken that person to a wise man who built his house upon a rock. And when the storms came and beat against that house, it did not fall, for it was founded upon the rock. And then he goes on to say, However, he who hears these sayings of mine and doeth them not, I will liken that person to a foolish man. built his house upon the sand and when the storms came they totally destroyed that house. So when I look at those scriptures because by the way those are my foundational scriptures and before this segment is over I'm going to get you the exact verse, uh, chapter and verse of the book of Matthew where Jesus says that. It lets us know that there's a foundation, there's a way to do things and depending on what we are basing or building our relationship upon that is the first thing because if we're building outside of god if we're not building based on the word of god then we have already failed and our relationships will not stand the test of time uh, they will not because the storms of life come to us all. The Word of God says it rains, and in Psalms chapter 30, it rains on the just as well as the unjust. And so we need to understand that there is an order with God, and if we're going to get God's results where we are uh, experiencing, a fruitful, productive, and rich and fulfilling, a purposeful relationship that has the potential to lead to a marriage that will actually glorify God, um, then we need to do it God's way. It behooves us to uh have our minds renewed in the area of relationships so that we can uh cultivate uh what God really wants to give us. So on that note again I'm going to go back to the foundation building our relationship on the word of God allowing God to be to take center stage to take the center of our relationship, so that he is actually the one that's building it, because, as we see in psalm one twenty seven verse one, except the Lord builds a house, accepts a lord, the Lord builds a relationship, build your business, your legacy, you know it it it's going to be unproductive it's not going to work, it's in vain, and we don't want that because I'm sure if you're anything like me there's a lot of things in my life that I did in vain. And it was very costly, Uh, costly, not only in terms of money, but in terms of time and effort and just, oh oh my goodness. And if it had not been for the grace of God to basically redeem that time that I lost being in the wrong places at the wrong time, doing the wrong thing, Uh, because he promises that he will restore all the years that the canker worm, the locust, and the palmer worm, and the caterpillar has eaten up off of my life. And so I'm believing him that none will be lost, none, not even those apparent wasted years, not even Uh, The times when I was just in the wrong place, uh, doing the wrong thing with the wrong people. I believe that that's all going to work together for my good during this time and glorify God going forward. So the first thing is, is you have to make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life. That's first and foremost. And when he is the Lord and savior of your life, then it's no longer your decisions that you make that are based on what you desire and what it is that you want, but it's based on what he wants, what he desires for you, what he has already predestined for you Before the world even came into existence. Because before he formed you in your mother's womb. According to Jeremiah 1 and 5. He knew you. And he called you for something. He called you to be something. And in fact you weren't even placed in your mother's womb. Until it was already done. So we see uh, Jesus. There's the finished works of Christ. So now we're just. It's kind of like building backwards. So he wants us to. Uh, make him Lord and Savior of our lives and have God at the center of everything that we do. So therefore, everything that we do need to really serve a divine purpose. And what more than a relationship? especially when we want to say a relationship that's leading toward marriage. Uh, we want marriages that glorify God. And the reason being is that God is the author of marriage. Uh, marriage was on his mind. And marriage is the only relationship that actually mirrors Christ's love for the church. And he wants us as believers to uh, marry the person that's really suitable for us to fulfill the divine purpose and plan that God has for our lives. So just like a man, like it's like, um, t- brother, until you know who you are based on what the creator said and where you're going and what God wants to do in your life, you're not even in a place where you could rightly identify your Eve. Uh, you'll be in a better position when you know Um, who, you know, what God has created you to do, who God created you to be so that you could readily identify the, the mate, that is truly suitable for you. And woman of God, I would say the same to you. You don't just wanna be chosen. You want to make sure that we shop in each other, that where he's going, that's also where God is calling me. We can complement each other. So the first thing is the Lord. He needs to be the foundation of your relationship. And once he's the foundation of your relationship, then there are some other things that come into play. As you begin to cultivate that relationship as two believers, you know, you one thing about uh, the Christian relationships, kingdom of God relationships, is that we need to be edifying one another. We need to be building one another up. We need to be better together than we are apart. It's almost like that song, uh, that fabulous song, Fabulous, and it was Fabulous, and um, Neo, they made. um, uh, You make me better. He said, uh, uh, I think it was Fabulous said, he's going to need Coretta Scott if he's going to be king. He said he's a movement by himself, but he's a force when they're together. And that is so profound and prophetic to me Because I sit there and that, when I heard those lyrics years ago, that really resonated with me. I said, wow. So, in other words, if you're going to reach your fullest potential, you need to connect with the right person. And also, you need to already know you need to come to the table whole. As a whole person, because you have been spending time with the Lord, you've before this person came along, you've allowed the Lord to minister to your heart, to bring you to a place of forgiveness of others and yourself, because that is paramount. Because without that forgiveness of yourself, because I noticed that it's a lot easier, it seems, for us to forgive others. To make the conscious decision to forgive others because we know that that's in our best interest. We know that it's not so much for the other person as it truly is for you and I. But when it comes to us forgiving ourselves... Yeah, I found that it's not always that easy. It's like we uh it's like an old script playing and it becomes subconscious, you know, on a subconscious level that we're unaware that it is happening and it does take the spirit of God to open our eyes to see that uh this unforgiveness is um actually in the way here. And the unforgiveness has gone on for so long of you being able to forgive yourself that it has now all the fruits associated and attached to unforgiveness, guilt, feelings of unworthiness and undeserving, feelings of shame and, and disgrace. And there and it shows up because you will tolerate a relationship that's not going anywhere. You'll apply for jobs that you know that are, are far below you uh far as in pay and even um op- and even in offering opportunities that would help you to advance or you 're in a on a job and it 's promotion time there's an opportunity to be promoted and you constantly get overlooked and you don 't stand up for yourself i 'm not talking about being aggressive i 'm talking about being assertive uh because somewhere. Uh, down on the inside there's a script playing. It's a demonic script because it's all based in the unforgiveness that you have for yourself. And this unforgiveness has now given birth to things such as guilt. And that guilt will have you uh toler being in a relationship. That is not going anywhere and you are suffering, but somewhere on the inside of you, you're feeling like you deserve this because there's something that you've done in the past and or you are settling for less in your current job or uh, you won't leap out when God is speaking to you to start that business or write that book, because somewhere on the inside of you, that script is playing that who's going to read what you have to say. Matter of fact, what do you have to say? I mean, after all, look at your life. And when you had these other opportunities, how you wasted it, you don't deserve it. And you give in to that voice. But today, The Holy Spirit is showing me, uh, putting on my heart to tell you the way you go free from that today. That spirit has been caught in the name of Jesus. He's been exposed because up until now, you did not know what you were dealing with. You did not know why you constantly found yourself going into in the same circle and just coming up with the same result, the same result year in and year out. The different man, same situation. Different job, same situation, family relationships, even your friendships and things of that nature. Very limited um, and not wholesome. They did not add to you. These were people, they always come around that just want to take. And you would find that when you're in their presence, they're draining and toxic, but they never had anything. They could not add value to you. You did a lot of casting your own pearls, your value before the swine. But today I decree and declare in the name of Jesus by the power of God that that ends in Jesus name that ends today in the name of Jesus, because you are now the Holy Spirit is now taking the blinders from off of your eyes so that the glorious gospel shines in and you're seeing the truth. Now you're seeing you're now making the connection. And the thing is, is that because we cannot defeat anything that we're not aware of. And remember I said in the beginning that this thing has become subconscious, not aware of it. But if you now look and you see the fruit of your life, the things that you've not been able to accomplish, uh, you look at the different patterns that just had no fruitfulness to them. It's not, they, they're not bearing fruit. You put in a lot, but you don't have Anything really much coming back? Uh, that's because deep down, that sub at, at the level of your subconscious, there's been like a demonic tape playing that's telling you you're not deserving the, of the best, you not expecting the best, uh, you walk through life very pessimistic and a little bit hopeless. And today, in Jesus' name, that stops. Because now you're seeing it and now because you see it, because you have just become aware of it, now we can address it. And God is saying that the reason this has happened is due to the unforgiveness. The unforgiveness. Some of you, it's about not forgiving someone else. You feel like what they did was just inexcusable. There's no way ever that you could forgive them. You will when you understand that everything that you want to happen and experience in your life is locked up in that unforgiveness, so you have to let it go and you ha- and the thing is most people are having a harder time forgiving themselves, like how could I have let myself uh, fall for this and or whatever it was, but it's time for you to forgive yourself and what you do. It's not about a feeling. It's about making a conscious decision from your heart and your mind that I am releasing this I am giving this to God, you will no longer unforgiveness. you will no longer be destroyed in my life. Guilt I release you in the name of Jesus. I renounce you in the name of Jesus from being in my life. I forgive myself. I, in the name of Jesus, I receive the power of God to forgive myself. I release myself from guilt. I release myself from unforgiveness. I make a conscious choice to forgive myself for everything that I've ever done that have caused me hurt or caused other people hurt. I give myself compassion and love in that area where there was once guilt. I lose the love of God in that area of my life to be free from guilt in the name of Jesus. And I now decree and declare that I am free from guilt and unforgiveness and all of its fruit in the name of Jesus. And I lose the absolute goodness of God in the place of that guilt and unforgiveness. And I now give myself permission to love and be loved. I am open only to true love in the name of Jesus. I'm open to all good. I give myself permission to be blessed, to receive the blessings of God on my life. I give myself permission to prosper in Jesus name, I give myself permission to be successful in Jesus name. I give myself permission to receive true love and to accept true love and to give true love. In the name of Jesus, I give myself permission to be full of joy. In the name of Jesus, I receive the joy of the Lord today, which is my strength in Jesus' name. I give myself permission to receive the peace of God that surpasseth all understanding, to keep my heart and mind in Christ Jesus. I give myself permission to receive all that God has for me. I give myself permission to receive the direction and instruction from the holy spirit that i find myself in the right place at the right time i give myself permission to make divine connections divine direction divine alliances and partnerships in the name of jesus that is going that are going to glorify god that is going to be a blessing to me i close the door to everything that it is that is a against my well-being in the mighty name of Jesus. And so if you prayed that and you prayed that with me and you declared that over your life, I just want you to receive it in Jesus name. And I want you to expect that and know that you are free now and that you are now open that God now removes that heart of stone and gives you a heart of flesh in its place, a heart that will follow hard after God, a heart that would hide his word so that sin will not come in, a heart that would be a sweet aroma of worship that will rise to the throne of God and give him glory. So I just want to say to you praise God. You are free woman of God. You are free. Hallelujah. And I want you to begin to expect to have great expectations of what God has for you. I want you to get up in the morning and expect good things to happen for you. I want you to get in that word and just know that you are highly favored of God. And I want you to begin to anticipate great things happening for you each and every day i want you to believe and receive that your ears will hear good news now that contract can go forth now that contract will 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 manifest or those contracts will manifest now you'll be able to have crystal clarity as to what your next move will be now you'll be in a position where you'll notice you're not attracting the same kinds of people you're now attracting people who are of value that see your value, that see your worth and want to honor you. They want to connect with you and add their value to your value. In other words, win-win situations, win-win outcomes all across the board because you are now free from the guilt, from the unforgiveness. The blood of Jesus has enabled you to go free and and to be able to receive the benefits, the hallelujah, that you've been forfeiting. The enemy has been lying to you and telling you you don't deserve. You now know that you are deserving. You now know that you are worthy. So from that place, from now that position, you're now in a position that when it is time to get into a relationship, You now know that you come to the table ready to give, ready, ready, not so much looking at what it is that he can do for you, but what is it that you can do for him? How you're looking for ways that you can add value to his life, how his life can be better because of you. It's not that you're not taking notice of what it is, or you're not looking at what he can do for you, but that is not your sole purpose. You know that that what you possess is valuable, that that's going to help him go further and be all that God has called him to be. Now imagine starting or going into a relationship from that perspective until, uh, instead of from the perspective of neediness and how, how, he, how is this person going to make me happy? You're coming into the relationship already happy, already full, already knowing who you are. So you don't need him to validate you. You don't need him to validate you. You don't need him for your identity because you've already gotten these things from the word of God. You, By you spending time with God, cultivating your relationship with God, God has already spoken to your heart and let you know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that you're made in the image and likeness of God almighty. Hallelujah. That he loves you so much. The God of the universe, the God who made the world, and all the people in it and everything, the moon, the stars, the sun, everything, all of nature, he made that. And yet he knows the hairs on your head. He knows the number of the hairs that are upon your head. Isn't that wonderful? And also he He engraved you on the palm of his hand. So that tells you that you are ever before the Lord. He could never forget you. Uh, there's a scripture in Isaiah that says that there's a woman, a woman who had a child that breastfed that child, could forget about that child. But God said he could never forget about you. Isn't that powerful? Isn't that powerful? This is the God that made the world, the universe. He made that, but yet he cares so much about you. And beloved, I just want to encourage you. We are the only people and we are out of all of God's creation. We are the only ones that are made in the image and likeness of God. Wow. And wow. And wow. Let that sink in. Wow. So you are special beloved and God has a special plan and purpose for your life. There's something that he wants you to do, who he created, why he created you. You're not an accident. It doesn't matter if you were uh, given away for adoption, if your mom thought about aborting you, uh, if you weren't uh, desired by your parents, you, my beloved sister, are very much on purpose because God saw fit to bring you here and you're not here by accident. You may have been an accident to your parents, but you are not an accident to God. You could have been aborted. You could have, your mother could have miscarried you. But the mere fact that you are here, beloved God has an amazing, purpose and plan for your life. And in order for you to discover what that plan and purpose is, it's not for you to figure it out. It's for you to seek the creator and ask him, Father God, why did you create me? What is it that you want me to be doing? Where is it that I belong? Begin to truly make him Lord over everything in your life. Not just your soul, everything, your business, your next career move, definitely your relationships, because who you marry, who you connect with, who you partner with, is very consequential, because you could if, if you do it right, your life is so blessed. But when we connect with the wrong people, it sets us back in so many ways. And although I know that there's nothing too hard for God and that there are no impossibilities with him, but I know about when you're in the wrong relationship, it'll take you a lot longer to get to the place that God really has prepared for you. And if you're anything like me, I just really am very conscientious of my time going forward because I I feel like I put half of my time spent half of my time going in the wrong wrong uh direction and invested in things that was just and people that were you know just served no uh purpose but to but to my destruction. And so today you have an opportunity to now discover God's plan and purpose for your life, which is really the foundation of a healthy relationship. That is the first thing, to make him first, to put God first, let him be at the center of your life. And once he is at the center of your life, everything else should spring from that place. And that is an amazing place to be. So I'm going to close today with just sharing with you the foundation of cultivating a healthy relationship. The number one thing is allowing, making God the center That is the number one thing. And when we come come together the next episode, I will share the next thing. Until then, I want to thank you all for listening in. I want to say to you, God bless you. And remember that Jesus is Lord. And I want you to know there is hope. There is still hope. As long as there is life in your body, there is still hope. God bless you all until we meet again, until the next episode. Again, I am Lady Renee. If you would like to reach out to me, you can do so by logging on to my website at women, W-O-M-E-N, Destined, D-E-S-T-I-N-E-D, the digit for greatness, g r e a t N-E-S-S dot O-R-G. Until next time, God bless you all.